Welcome to Sam and Erica's Marriage Podcast. Here we will talk about practical ways to have an even better marriage and ways to handle the challenges that are sure to come. Regardless of where you are in your marriage, your age, or how long you have been married, this podcast is for you. We will discuss difficult topics from dealing with past hurts and unforgiveness to making date night spicy. Even if you're single, you probably want a better marriage than the marriages you've seen. Join us weekly as we discuss ways to make marriages better. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Sam and Erica's Marriage Podcast, Episode 9. Mm, nine. 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 We want to thank you so much for listening. We want to give a uh, couple shout-outs today yeah. to Kasia, Nellie, and Michelle Marie. Okay. Michelle Marie is actually single, and she left us a very good review on Podbean. So go and check that out when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. Today, we are going to be doing something different on this episode. The first month in January, we talked about financing your marriage. Mm-hmm. In February, we talked about romance in your marriage. Mm-hmm. This month, for the month of March, we are going to be doing something different, and we're going to be talking about seasons mm-hmm. in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So... Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, and before we get into the episode, we do want to just remind you guys to hit that subscribe button. For, and everybody, you guys, you listeners, you uh, grizzled veterans, the people that have been with us the whole time, you've been doing a great job. So you've been hitting that subscribe. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of subscribers. Uh, but if this is your first time or your second time and you haven't yet, just know that it doesn't cost you anything to subscribe. Mm-hmm. It just means you get the next episodes automatically. Uh, so go ahead and hit that button. Now. You guys know that Sam had to say that, right? That's like his thing. Yeah. Yeah. The subscribe button. Subscribe button. That's my personal that's thing. Right. Yep, yep, the subscribe button. <laughs> so seasons in your marriage. Seasons in your marriage is what we're going to be discussing for the next four episodes. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the season of winter mm-hmm. and what winter in your marriage is all about. We're also going to be talking about how these seasons relate to marriage. Like, okay, I get the seasons thing, but what does that mean as it as it concerns a marriage? Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about what winter is, what winter isn't. And we're going to be talking, I guess, once we've determined, now we understand what winter is and isn't. What does that mean? What do I have to do? What should I do? Mm -hmm. So those are the things we're going to be talking about in this episode. And as we get started, I guess we owe you a little backstory as to how we decided to do seasons. Well, one of the ways that God reveals himself uh, to us, to, to all of mankind, is through creation, mm-hmm. you know, the general revelation. Uh, and that concept is found throughout Scripture, but specifically in Romans chapter 1, verse 20, it reads, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. Mm. And that just means that that God made this creation and it it in itself is evidence that A, he is God mm-hmm. and B, it tells us things about him and about us. 
seasons are a part of the creation. It's actually a seasons are natural laws that further reveal things about God, things about how things work in his creation. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that just jumps out at us is, you know, his sovereignty. You know, God is sovereign. That means that he's in control, Mm -hmm. that no one makes him can make him do anything that he doesn't need any help. He can do whatever he wants to do. Seasons are one of the ways that we get to see that display. Mm -hmm. When you talk about the sovereignty of God, I love that word because what it really does is it really puts me in the mind space of whatever it is that I'm going through in my life. God is in total control control. that, you know, he is not caught off guard by whatever, if I'm whatever season I'm in or Mm -hmm. whatever situation I'm in, he's not caught off guard by that. Everything that's happening in my life has been filtered through his love and his grace and his mercy. I love that word. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we see that in seasons in a, in a unique way. I guess the the one of the unique ways that we see God's sovereignty in this concept of a season is that God determines the days of each season. Right. Like there's nothing I can do. Let's say I don't like winter. There's nothing I can do to make spring come one day sooner. Right. Then God says it's going to happen. Right. Scientists have mapped it out. They think, you know, March 21st is going to be. No. God determines when spring comes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. It doesn't matter if you run out of something. It doesn't matter how badly you may need the <laughs> next season. You can't do anything to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Nor can you do anything to skip one or to extend one. Mm-hmm. God's sovereignty is demonstrated to us in seasons. I think that that's really good when you really think about the length of that season is for a purpose. Yes. That something is happening, Ooh, you know, it, it's something is happening. You need it. We need that season to be that long because God is working something. He's doing something. Something is being created. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's I think that's absolutely it. You know, now for us personally, as some of you may know, Sam and Erica's Marriage Podcast is actually a part of Seasons Ministry. <gasps> really? Really, oh. yeah. So this concept of seasons was so big for us mm-hmm. that it, it it was almost like the natural thing when we were when we were discussing starting a ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, because God revealed this thing to us kind of like in a unique way mm-hmm. or a personal way, not unique, but in a personal way a few years ago. And it it just blew us, it kind of bowled us over in a way that it's been a part of our thinking in a lot of different areas for a long time. Mm -hmm. So that's like seasons. That's where seasons, for those of you that have asked, what's what's the seasons thing about? This is actually what the seasons thing is about. Mm -hmm. So how do seasons apply to marriage? Because that's really what you tuned into this episode for mm-hmm. and there are a few there are lots and lots of ways but we're only gonna talk about a few and even as we're talking about those few let's look at a couple specifically like there are four definitive seasons and there are these four seasons can match seasons that we experience in our marriage mm-hmm. those four definitive seasons are winter spring 
summer, and fall. Right. We're going to, over the next four episodes, kind of define what those are in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And and we're actually going to explain some of the connections between each of the seasons over the next four episodes. Uh, another thing that applies to marriage is that in each season, God gives us things to do. You know, there are things that we do in winter in our marriage mm-hmm. that we ought, we shouldn't be doing in summer in our marriage. Right, right. Summer has a different purpose. When we're in a summer season in our marriage, we should be doing some things that we only do in summer. Mm-hmm. The same thing with spring, and we're going to get into all of those things. Another thing about these seasons that really does translate, or concept about these seasons that really does translate into marriage, is that in each season, God expects us to be present in that season and obedient in that season. Mm-hmm. Like doing those things that we just I just mentioned, God expects us to be doing the things that ought to be done in winter mm-hmm. when we're in winter, not just laying around mm-hmm. because, hey, well, the fire's hot and it's cold outside, so I'm just going to chill. That's, yeah, that's not the way this works. God gives us unique things to do in each season, mm-hmm. and he expects us to be doing those things. And if we do, we're almost insured mm-hmm. to be blessed to have better subsequent seasons. Like each season builds on seasons in our future. I believe that God demonstrates his faithfulness to us, that when we're obedient, that he does bless us in, in future seasons based on us doing what we're supposed to do in the right now in the right now in the season that we're in mm-hmm. one of the things babe that we when we talked about seasons years ago when you first brought it to me and laid it out for me it was amazing and i've always referred back to this this scripture this ecclesiastes 3 1 mm-hmm. where it says there's a time for everything and mm-hmm. a season for every activity under the heavens mm-hmm. that really it spoke to my heart. It spoke to my soul. Mm -hmm. Like it really let me know again, talking about God's sovereignty, Mm -hmm. that the things that are happening in my life, they're not accidents. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not by happenstance Mm -hmm. that something is happening in that season. You know, whether it's a season for me personally or a season for our marriage, if Mm -hmm. we're in a winter season, Mm -hmm. God is doing something in that winter season. We have to be doing what he calls us to do in the winter. And I know we're going to get into that, but that's really, you know, what that scripture means. And it it really ensures me that nothing lasts forever, Mm. that there is a time for, you know, for every thing that at some point one thing ends and another thing begins absolutely you know so that that really that scripture really speaks to my heart and if you get a chance just go you know for the listener go to ecclesiastes 3 it is a whole list of things that will really really bless your soul yeah no doubt about it Uh, another scripture that comes to mind is galatians 6 7 and i love you know the way this starts do not be deceived Mm. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Mm -hmm. Now, the reaping and sowing, we're really going to spend a lot of time talking about sowing in our next episode when we talk about spring, Mm -hmm. because spring is really the time where we sow. But this is important to us because it explains that there's a connection. There's a connection between this season Mm -hmm. and a future season. Right. Right. So it's not that what we do in this season is just for this season. Mm-hmm. 
That's not even close to true. It's what we do in this season is going to impact a future season. So Galatians 6, 7 is saying that. He's saying that, that, that God is going to be God. Mm-hmm. And if you sow bad seed in this season, you can guarantee in a future season you're going to reap bad, bad stuff. Seeds. Right. Because right. you planted bad seed in right. this season. Right. And vice versa. If mm-hmm. you plant good seed now, you're guaranteed to reap good stuff in a, a subsequent season. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into all that reaping and sowing in, in other episodes. Because winter, unlike those other seasons, is not a season designed for sowing. Not primarily. Primarily, winter is about some other things. Genesis 8.22 reads, As long as the earth endures... Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Mm-hmm. That's another broad concept, but it, it can be applied even to just winter alone. And it, it really lines up with what Erica is saying, that, that God has a purpose for everything that we're going through. Every season that we ever enter, he has a purpose for it. Mm-hmm. It's not, it didn't take him by surprise or the circumstance didn't sneak up on him. He knew exactly what we were going to be into. Right. And it's not going to last forever. Right. As sure as winter came, Mm -hmm. spring is coming too. They won't ever stop. As long as the earth is around, those seasons will exist. That whole concept really, and, you know, I've mentioned this about three or four times, (laughs) the sovereignty of God and, you know, how it doesn't last forever. What it does is for me personally, it really... It gives me, it encourages me. It encourages me. us, right. You know, it it helps me to go, okay, all right, this is not going to last forever. This is a season. Um, this is a temporary mm-hmm. thing, although it feels like it's mm. going to last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. It feels like we've been in this winter season because we, we're going to talk about this too, but winter gets a bad rap. Huge you know, I problem. give winter a bad, <laughs> I want to leave Northeast Ohio so bad, but my husband just won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> winter really just gets a bad rap and when we're in winter season in our marriages mm, it feelings. seems like it lasts forever mm. those feelings will just get a hold of us and will have us believe in all kinds of things yeah and and one of the things as we discuss what winter isn't is we're going to talk about those feelings because believe it or not all of the things that we've been taught about winter, especially mm-hmm. spiritually, it's in, in our marriages. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime somebody's in a tough time in their marriage, we call that winter. Right. You know, if you get a divorce or you, you're you contemplating divorce, people call that winter. Right. As if people only get divorced in, in winter. In the winter, right. Like that's, that's ridiculous. Right. Like people only fight in winter. Storms <laughs> only happen in winter. Like none of those things are true. Mm-hmm. They feel that way, mm-hmm. but... That's just not true. When we are anchored in truth, we know that people have celebrations in winter, mm-hmm. just like people have funerals in winter. The birth of Jesus is in winter. We celebrate that in winter. Right. You know, those are people don't just have babies in the spring. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> people are born all year round. Mm-hmm. These seasons, we've kind of, I don't want to say perverted, but we've kind of mislabeled mm-hmm. these life events as seasons and it and it really kind of pollutes the concept 
that God is really trying to teach us something in seasons. Mm -hmm. He's teaching us things. And when we're anchored in the truth, we can offset some of those feelings right. by being able to say, well, yes, it absolutely feels that way. Right. If I had to say what winter feels like, it feels like this thing I'm going through. Right. But you certainly could be in a different season, but experiencing some bad things. Right. We've talked about this before. You know, the sun shines in the wintertime. Absolutely. You know, it it rains in the summer. That's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, we it they can sometimes be a little interchangeable, mm -hmm. but not really. Yeah. You know, these things are happening in both winter, spring, summer, and fall. Mm -hmm. But we associate, I have said this a thousand a of, times, all too, of us do. associate winter with all the bad stuff. All the bad stuff the dead uh you know when the snow melts it's dirty <laughs> outside ew you know but but that's definitely the bad rap that winter has gotten and then you know another thing is when we're doing what we're supposed to do in the season where god has planted us mm -hmm. then we can look forward oh, yeah. and be excited about the, the next season of winter that's right, right. Yeah. Right. When we're doing what we're supposed to be doing in the fall, winter can be a good season. So let's talk yeah. about some of that, because that's I think I think we've laid it out. I think now it's time to put some meat on it. OK, so what is winter? Winter is a time and this is how you would identify what season you're in in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Winter is a time where very little grows. Mm -hmm. And that's an that's an honest, accurate assessment of what winter is mm -hmm. in creation. It's a time when very little grows. In Northeast Ohio, we've got great examples of that. If I were to look out my window right now, there's a tree out front that if you didn't know any better, you would assume that that tree is dead. dead. Everything about it looks dead, mm -hmm. but it's not dead. Mm -hmm. No, because it, it has a ton of leaves on it. <laughs> <laughs> a ton of leaves in the spring and a whole lot of them on the grass in the fall. That's right. Yeah. They, they make plenty of leaves. Yes. But right now it looks dead mm -hmm. and it's not, it's just not much growing. Same thing with my grass, mm -hmm. same thing with the flowers that are planted in our flower beds. Mm -hmm. We would think that those things are dead, but they're not. They're just not growing because mm -hmm. very little grows in the, in the winter. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And we're going to talk about why that's okay. Winter is also a time where things are a lot less active. Mm -hmm. You know, our lives tend to slow down a little bit in the winter. Right, right. Your marriage will have a different tempo when you're in a winter season mm -hmm. than when you're in any other season. Things will slow down. A different tempo doesn't mean bad tempo. No. It just means a different one. It just means a slower pace than if you were in spring, spring. or summer. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's just different. Right. There's also a, a stillness mm -hmm. to that, you know, and, and a stillness is something that confuses people also. Mm -hmm. It makes them think, again, that, that things are, are bad mm -hmm. when they're not. They're just still. Mm -hmm. Still is a, it's a state that we find in the Bible mm -hmm. and it's not a negative connotation. It's actually a posture. Mm -hmm. Be still and know mm -hmm. that I am God. You took that right out of my head. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> we, I was like, oh. Yes. Yes. It's a posture. <laughs> yeah. And it's a posture where good things happen. Mm -hmm. And we need to be, we need to be mindful of that when we're trying to identify mm -hmm. Am I in winter? And if I am, these are some things that are real about winter. Right. Uh, another thing is that 
uh, winter is because of those other two things. It's almost like a prime time for rest and restoration. Right. You know, we think about what's really going on with that tree or my grass mm -hmm. or uh, the squirrels. And a lot of those things are dormant or they're resting. Mm -hmm. They're hibernating. These are things that are about restoration. Mm -hmm. They're about almost preparation. Just right. resting up. Right. For the spring. For the spring. Right. Because I'm going to need a huge surge mm -hmm. of energy mm -hmm. to start doing those things that I'm planning right now. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to that. That's like my next, not the next one, but the one after that. <laughs> planning. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that's up next is that winter is a beautiful season. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful in a different way than, let's say, spring is. Mm -hmm. In Northeast Ohio, I keep plugging Northeast Ohio. Y'all love being from Cleveland. You know, this yes, is my place. He does. We live in a whole lot of places. We have. But if I had to pick one, this is where I would pick. So in the fall, we have beautiful foliage. The colors are colors that you can't find anywhere else. We do. Uh, the fiery reds, the deep oranges, the gold, the gold, the it's, greens. It's nuts. It's beautiful. But winter has its own beauty. Mm -hmm. Like there is a beauty to looking out in Northeast Ohio on the freshly fallen snow. Mm -hmm. When those ice storms and those things happen and you're inside nice and toasty, mm -hmm. warm. Looking out the window. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's the glimmer, the shine, the the sparkle. It's it's a beautiful thing. There there's beauty in the winter. That's actually one of the things that has me sorta kinda uh -huh, yeah. changing my mind uh -huh. about living in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And it and it is because of the beauty of the snow. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in a it's not really rural, but we have a suburban. lot of trees. Yeah, yeah we suburban. Of trees, We've got a lot yeah. of trees in the front and trees in the back. But if you look out of our front window on a fresh snow the tree the snow just lands ever so perfectly on mm. the trees and it it just reminds me of a beautifully dressed tree like mm. god dressed it perfectly it's clean it's like sam said it's sparkling you know it just glistens it and it really is it's beautiful it's picture perfect and then the other thing about winter's beauty is you know around the holidays we're looking for that perfect winter scenery mm -hmm. to send for our Christmas card. Okay, yeah. You know, that is, you know, everybody <laughs> wants to send that beautiful picture mm -hmm. of the winter scenery mm -hmm. on their card. Because so, yeah, it really winter, is beautiful. It really is beautiful. I don't like it on the roads, but, you know, <laughs> it's We beautiful. have to understand that winter, even when we're in winter in our marriage, it's, First of all, it's a God-given season. It is. And it's it has its unique beauty. Mm -hmm. There There is beauty in winter. Uh, it's also a great season for planning. Mm -hmm. You know, we plan in winter. Most people do. Like, you didn't just get that uh, New Year's resolution thing right. off by yourself. Like, right. God plugged that thing in. Right. You know, we plan in winter. Mm -hmm. One of the things that Eric and I have planned, we plan our vacations generally in the winter. Mm -hmm. We kind of map those things out. If we're 
uh, getting ready to do big initiatives or family stuff or just things that we want to do in our marriage. A couple of years ago, we decided that we were going to go to some marriage conferences. Mm-hmm. So we spent the winter months kind of picking out the the people we wanted to hear speak and mapping out, you know, one road trip. I think we were trying to do a road trip every other month. Right. You know, so we were mapping out where we're going. He had me in Atlanta, y'all. Yeah, we hate, we don't, we're not real fond of that. And <laughs> I was going to say hate, but that's a strong word, <laughs> right. especially since we do have listeners in Atlanta. Yes, yes. Thank yeah. you so much. But yeah. you guys, that traffic is crazy. Yeah. It's not our favorite place. No, but our, we will go. It will probably be there soon. Right. Yeah. Right. We will we'll be there soon. Be there soon. Yeah. So winter is a place for planning. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about it from a marital standpoint, it's a place where you're, you and your spouse can kind of. Look out into the future together mm-hmm. where you can look and and kind of chart your path. Mm-hmm. Where is it that you want to go? Mm-hmm. Winter, a winter season in your marriage mm-hmm. is a great place to do that mm-hmm. because of some of those other things we talked about. One of the things, too, babe, that I just thought about is in the winter, you know, we have January. That's the beginning of the new year. Mm-hmm. That is generally when people decide I want to make a fresh start. Yes. You know, I want to do something different. This year Better. we have an, an initiative of not this year mm-hmm. going on in our church. So yeah, we want to we make want to make changes in our lives and do things differently in the winter. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the same things apply in our marriage. Mm-hmm. It's a great time to make those kind of commitments, right. those kind of changes. Right. Winter in your marriage is is it's almost because of stillness, mm-hmm. it's almost set for a turn. Right. Like you've stopped going in one direction. Mm-hmm. You slowed down, slowed down, gradually come to a stop. Now you can change direction right. and begin the momentum of going into that new direction. Right. And right. winter, just it kind of affords us that opportunity. And we have to remember to think of it as a couple. Mm-hmm. You right. know, that we can do these things right. as a unit, as a new one flesh, one mind, oneness couple to make those turns and to be pulling in the same direction together. Right. So what winter isn't, and this is probably my favorite part, because winter does get a bad rap. Y'all, my wife doesn't like winter. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> but I'm starting to with you know with seasons and uh, you know I'm yeah, really she, starting to to get used to it. I'm just she's only you know, been she's only been in Northeast. Ohio I was born and raised here, life. right, all. my whole life. Yeah. And I just knew when I turned 18, I was out. Mm, but here I came we are. back. That's right. I did so, leave, but I came back. Yes, but you're back. <laughs> so winter isn't. Winter is not a dead season. Right. So when we say a marriage is in a winter, and and we're not saying that your marriage is dead. We're not saying that your marriage, that your love is dead because mm-hmm. it's winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, people ascribe a time when a person is not spiritually growing or not spiritually connected. They're in a winter season. They're in a winter season. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Spiritual things are not dead in the winter. Mm-hmm. They're different in the winter. Your marriage is not dead in the winter. It's just different in mm-hmm. the winter. Uh, your love for your spouse is not dead in the winter. It's different in the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we keep that in mind, and we also keep in mind the fact that 
as sure as we have winter, spring is coming too. Right. Spring, uh, winter also has a connotation of being a desperate season. And I don't know, I don't think that that's all by accident. Winter is desperate when we haven't handled the previous seasons properly. That is right. Yeah. And a lot of the references we see in scripture are about agriculture. They're kind of agricultural pictures. Mm -hmm. So if a person didn't, didn't uh, plant and tend their crops and harvest, then they come in the winter and they don't have anything. Right. So before the next things start to grow, they starve and die. And that is a very desperate picture. Mm -hmm. If we think about our marriages that way, winter, the season of winter in our marriage can be desperate also if we don't take the time to handle those other seasons. I wanted to um, back up when we, you were talking about winter is not a dead season. Mm-hmm. And we can sometimes get so caught up in our feelings mm. and what we believe is going on mm. in our marriage that it really will feel that way. Mm. It really will. We will believe that it is dead, that there isn't anything that we can do about it. There isn't any, there isn't any amount of prayer, any amount of counseling. Nothing will bring this thing back to life mm. because we believe that it's, it's dead, but we know that not to be true, Right. you know, if we're in the mindset of this being a season and then a scripture when you were talking about uh, desperation, a scripture that I think about all the time with that is Proverbs 31, 21, mm-hmm. where it says when it snows, she has no fear for her household for all of them are clothed in scarlet. Mm. That is mm-hmm. that virtuous woman yes, doing her thing, who we all <laughs> ascribe to be taking care of her business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, she's good. She has prepared her. She has had her servants go out and gather as much food. They have gotten everything from the land. She has made all the clothing with scarlet Mm -hmm. and they are ready. Mm -hmm. So she is not desperate. She's sitting back and she's waiting on her rest, on her winter season. On her winter season. Mm -hmm. And that's the other part. Because there's a huge contrast that we see in scripture between those people that haven't done the things that they're supposed to do. Right. And their desperation versus the people that have done the things that they're supposed to do mm-hmm. and their contentment. And it, and we see them being blessed, just like the Proverbs 31 right. woman is blessed and her children are blessed. Right. All, everybody her in her household is, is blessed, blessed. Right. Because she did all these other things in the other seasons. Right. So that. When winter started, and it was that time where cabin fever kicked in, you can't get around a lot, Mm -hmm. that they're pulling out their fresh clothes. Mm -hmm. It says clothed in scarlet. (laughs) You know, that means that they had on the, they had some logos, y'all. They had had on Ugg or They they had the fancies. They were geared up for the winter. You know, these weren't work clothes. Right. Right. They had on the fancy Mm -hmm. stuff. And there absolutely is... A distinction drawn between those people that are that are have been obedient right. and those people that haven't. Uh, because we see them, and I guess if we were to modernize that thing, I always think of like a, a ski lodge. Mm-hmm. It can be two right. feet of snow outside. Right. But at a ski lodge, you're sitting back, you've got a fluffy sweater on, you got your big boots on, you got your feet propped up on the uh, the fireplace is the biggest fireplace is the size of a room. 
You lay back in a recliner, huge cup of cocoa, looking at this picturesque mountain, a book laying on your stomach as you doze off to sleep. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that is my idea of a winter vacation. <laughs> my family members want to go skiing. I just want to hang out in the snow lodge. Yeah, the lodge yeah. is that's the example of a person who has handled their business in right. their other seasons. That and, is true. And that can be a picture of who we are in our winter mm -hmm. as husband and wife. Right. If we do those things that we're supposed to do in those other seasons, we can have that kind of restoration, mm -hmm. that kind of rest. That kind of peace, mm -hmm. that kind of contentment. contentment. You said that before. Yeah. In that season, mm -hmm. because we know that our needs are met. Right. We know that there's excess. We know that there's there won't be any lack. Right. There's nothing to be concerned about. That God is in control. Mm -hmm. We can rest in that season in the way that God designed us to rest. Right. That's good. People think that winter is like a dry season. So if it's dry in my marriage, I'm calling it winter. And that's that's just not accurate because we know winter is is as wet a season as any other season. Like well, there's lots of rain in winter. If you live in a place without snow, mm -hmm. if you live in a place with snow, you know, there's precipitation coming down all the time. Mm -hmm. When winter's over, actually, you, you know, the ground is soggy everywhere. Winter is the opposite of a dry season. Mm -hmm. But we have kind of I don't know if it's emotionalism or if it's. Just Western culture, we've just, or it's just people giving winter a bad rap that we connect winter with like a dry season. Mm -hmm. And it's just, that's just not true. I did a little, um, uh, just a little bit of research on the winter season. Well, actually, I did a little bit more than that. But it was um, the Encyclopedia Britannica. Wow. I know I went way I back. Didn't know they had that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was dating myself. The kids are probably like, what is that? They um, actually said that winter means water and snow, mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know, in preparation for spring. Spring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I wonder where they got that from. I don't know. Uh, that's in the Bible. That, oh, yeah. Imagine that. Yep. That's in, it's the, in Bible. the book. Yes. In the we'll We'll talk about that later, though. I mean, in a different episode. Oh, yeah. OK. Yep, yeah. That's also in the book. Mm -hmm. It's also lastly, it's called a, uh, people consider it the season that uh, they associate most with depression. Mm -hmm. And I think that has a little to do with isolation too. Mm -hmm. But winter can be as fun and fulfilling as any other season. Mm -hmm. You just have to remember that it's different. So as you think about your marriage being in a winter, that means that things aren't moving at the same tempo. They, they move the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. That means that there isn't as much activity. There isn't as much growth. There's still things you can do mm -hmm. to really make it a, fulfilling season mm -hmm. those things that that we talked about in previous episodes those uh meeting your spouse's emotional needs those love languages those love languages right all of those things mm -hmm. that you've had a chance to kind of work out mm -hmm. in those other seasons mm -hmm. figure out which ones are the right ones mm -hmm. which ones are the wrong ones mm -hmm. what to do what not to do what not to do you've had a chance to fine-tune those all year long mm -hmm. and you get to bring them in mm -hmm. And use them all winter. Right. When it's really just the two of you. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about the date nights, you mm -hmm. know, especially in the month of February, the date nights, the getaway, the gift. We've really been 
giving tools, I guess, in preparation yeah. for, you know, the winter season. Mm-hmm. Like you said, not just it just happened to have lined up that way. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, imagine that. But it what that does is just like Sam was saying, it really gives us things to do in the winter season. You know, we're watering our marriage. Right. You know, we are meeting our spouse's emotional needs. We are spending time together. Mm -hmm. We've learned some things that we want to do with that recreational companionship. Mm -hmm. We've learned some things that we have in common and we've gotten rid of some things that we didn't have in common. Mm -hmm. So these are some things that we can definitely um, bring into our bring into the winter. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we also look out like we talked about in the beginning, you know, this, this is a great time for planning. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we, we bring all those things, but then we can look up and, you know, start dreaming together right. for the future. You know, right. what are we going to do in our spring when, right. when activity picks up, how are we going to stay connected? Mm-hmm. What things are we going to do this year? You know, those are the kind of things that we do as husband and wife mm-hmm. in our season of winter. Right. It's a great season for, Building new spiritual disciplines, mm-hmm. you know, again, I hate to keep talking about New Year's resolutions, but that's just, that's just kind of how it gets uh, shaped a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But those spiritual disciplines almost feel more natural to start anew mm-hmm. in the winters when things are slower, mm-hmm. when things are less busy. Mm-hmm. You can be more introspective. Right. Yeah. Right. We've had some some spiritual disciplines that we work on traditionally that in the in the winter. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we do is we do a fast in the beginning of every year. We do a forty day fast, mm-hmm. and it's something that you and I we do together. That's right. Uh, our fast is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. We start on the same day and we end it on the same day, mm-hmm. um, and it really has definitely set a tone for. Our, I believe that it set a tone for our marriage from January all the way up until December. No question. You know, it gives us, we've spent this time praying together. We've both been in our word. And it really just, it. I believe that it sets a tone. It has definitely shielded us from a bunch of shenanigans that could, <laughs> <laughs> that could take place, you know, in a marriage. But I, I really do believe that that has been a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things too, babe, that I wanted to, to back up and say is when we are when we find ourselves like we were talking about, you know, there is a, a time, there is a season for slowing down, a season for movement. When we find ourselves being out of order mm-hmm. in in those particular seasons, like if we're busy, we're supposed to be slowing down in the month, in the winter season and we're busy, busy, busy. Our marriage will reflect that I, because we mm, are, oof, you know, definitely yes. doing something we're not supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be resting and we're still, you know, moving about as if it were spring or as mm-hmm. if it were summer and we'll s- see ourselves pulling apart we're disconnecting from one and one another because we really should be spending that time together together, mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. you know we think about and and this was a point that i wanted to mention when we were talking about winter having the wrap of being like the depressed season mm-hmm. uh, one element of winter is isolation right Right. You know, there there is an element of the winter in our marriage mm-hmm. where it's just you and I, it's just the two of us. Right. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not a, an exciting time, that isolation, isolation is not a, a it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you find that in scripture. Mm-hmm. That's when people got close to God. 
You know, when Jesus wanted to be close to the Father, he would go away in isolation. He would go off by himself. Right. That's where he would see God. Mm-hmm. When Moses wanted to see God, when it was time for Moses to see God face to face, he went places where nobody could go. It was just him and God. Mm-hmm. So isolation is a very biblical concept. And we need to embrace that as husband and wife right. in this season, this winter season, when things are not so, a lot moving. Right. It's just me and you. Might even feel a little dull. Mm-hmm. That's a great time to seek the Father. Right. That's a great time to lean in. Right. That's a great time to work that thing, that spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. That's what winter's all about. It's also, you know, as far as isolation, we talked about this. It's a good time for us to be with the father alone. Yeah. You know, we definitely, you know, want to be with him as a couple, but definitely alone where we really get some time to be still and to know hear. Know that he is God. Right. To know that he has God <laughs> and to hear what it is that he has. Because a lot of times our plans for the future are completely different from what God has planned for us for the future so if we are still and having that time that isolation with him then he can give us direction yeah Uh, you know if we're surrendering to his will not our will Mm. then he can tell us what it is that we want to do or that he would have us to do in our future and individually and as a couple as a couple Mm -hmm. absolutely in our marriage right yeah so we hope that we were able to shed a little light on the seasons Mm -hmm. we hope that We were able to explain a little bit about what winter is. Mm -hmm. There's so much more to this, Mm -hmm. but we we hope that you enjoyed listening. As we wrap up this week, there are a couple of things we just want to ask. We want to ask that you guys continue to pray for us. We can tell that there are folk out there that are praying for us in this podcast. Yes, thank you so much for your prayers. Yes, because there are things happening with Mm -hmm. this podcast that we know are much bigger than us. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate and we just ask that you would continue to pray for us and pray for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, know that we're praying for you. Don't, don't, don't. Erica said it's my thing. Don't, it is. Don't forget to subscribe, y'all. Right. We need you to hit that subscribe button. And uh, we also want you to share our podcast. You know, if 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 you've enjoyed some of the episodes, uh, we're asking that you just word them out. Mm-hmm. Just share it with two people. Hey, this podcast, these people, they're kind of crazy. Just Google Sam and Erica's marriage and it pops right up. Share it with two people. We really appreciate that. And we have an action item for you. Imagine that. Imagine that. So take some time throughout this month, and I'm saying month, so this is going to be the same thing every every week mm-hmm. um, because we're going to be talking about seasons all month. So take some time throughout this month and pay attention to which season your marriage is in. So mm-hmm. right now we're talking about the winter season. Mm-hmm. Your marriage very well could not, it could be in a fall season. Mm-hmm. It can be in a spring or a summer season. Mm-hmm. If it feels like it's in a winter season, the way you knew it, take some time to see if you can make the best of it. Mm-hmm. Let us know how it goes. Leave us a comment on whatever platform you listen to. We want to connect with you. We're eager to hear from you. That's right. All right. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. God bless. God bless.